Kedushin Chevron. The Gemara Memamud Beis says as follows: Tanu Rabbanon. The Rabbanon learned to Eichel B'Shok. Somebody eats in the marketplace. Harizeh Doimel Kelev is similar to a dog. A, a guy I know is a wild gay. It's not why I'm reading this Gemara to you, but a Vilda guy I know was eating in Meisharim, was eating in the street like he shouldn't have. And a Yerushalmi came up to him, like said to him, and this, this guy is a wild guy. So he's eating, and the guy like said, he's eating like a, a pizza. And all of a sudden he like leaps towards the guy and says, Ruff! The guy like goes flying. <laughs> the guy goes flying, like gets a little scared. Like, <laughs> yeah, a little bit wild. But anyway, so the Gemara says, if you eat in the marketplace, you're doing the person is similar. I never told Menachem who it was, though he's heard the story dozens of times. But I will never tell him who it was. But somebody eats in the shuk, is it's Lashnara on two accounts. And some say, Some say that this person who eats in the shuk is Pasal Eidos. Remarkably, he's not allowed to paskin. He's not allowed to be a witness. We pass like the Yeshem, he's Pasaledus. If a guy eats in the shuk and he's called up at a chasna, he's called up, witnesses, the Edim, and they call this guy up and he eats Bishok, he's Pasaledus. The Ketushin's invalid. He's not allowed to be a witness if he's Eichel Bishok. He's Pasaledus. So Rashi says, What's Pshat? What's Pshat? He's Pasaledus, says Rashi. Since he's not part of the Yishuv, he doesn't fit in comfortably with people. He's not makbid on himself. This is a remarkable Rashi. Says Rashi on somebody who's Eichel Bishuk, who eats in the marketplace. Since he doesn't, is not makbed on his honor, he won't be embarrassed to be himself. Most people have a natural protection. They don't want to get embarrassed. This guy, since he's not makbed on his honor, so he's not going to be embarrassed to say, It's a fascinating sugya. I was thinking at the dinner about the sugya of covenant. Kavod's a fascinating sugi, Rabbi Say. You know what's fascinating about Kavod? I to say this in a sensitive way. I was once, I'm going to say Biramiza. I asked Mechila, I'm saying Biramiza, but tough luck. I once was speaking to somebody involved with SA. So I told him it must be such a hard thing to work on. I told him that if a guy has to work on drugs, so drugs are bad, it's the enemy, stay away. A guy's working on alcohol. Alcohol's the enemy. Stay away. So the guy's working on taiva. You don't stay away. Taiva's a good zach. Taiva's a good zach. You got to get married. So it's such a complex sugya because a good zach. That's the sugya of covered. The sugya of covered is so complex. It's not just a covered stupid. Covered matters a lot. There's, you know, you know, the Messiah says Sharm speaks about your standing in Olam it matters a lot. You know, it's going to matter to you significantly what you're standing, what our standing in Oilam Abba is. And our standing is going to be completely based on the truth. 
completely. I love the visual. My kids and I, Ezra will appreciate, Ezra's a thinker. You'll appreciate this thing my, my kids and I speak about. Sports, if you have, if you have, you'll hear this visual. Tell me if you like this visual, Ezra. Ezra. Sports is a great cover-up. If you have a class reunion went 60 years after you graduate, you know the biggest chiddush you're going to find? Some of the athletes are big nerds. Sports covers up for nerds. If a guy is just not socially adept, 60 years later, they're not athletes anymore. And you're like, I I remember the guy being cool. He's like completely not cool. He's just not a cool guy. He doesn't doesn't talk well. He doesn't connect well. Sports is the great cover-up. Now, I, I don't care about sports and I don't care about cool. I'll tell you why it's a great visual. 60 years, or 40 years later, you're at a class reunion. Who is cool and who is not completely changed? You all like scratch it. He was such a cool guy. He's like completely like a little awkward, uncomfortable. He's, not, he's just not a cool guy. Because you remember the guy was like a crazy athlete. You haven't noticed that sports is the great cover-up. Because we so value sports in our society. The guy's like, whoa, he's such a cool guy. Not, not at all. <laughs> he plays sports. He can throw a ball and a hoop. He's, he's socially uncomfortable. He's, he doesn't connect well. He's not a warm-up. What am I getting at? It doesn't matter. Sports, it doesn't matter. Cool, neither one matters. What I'm getting at is after 120, there's a standing in Oilam In this world, we can have pretend things to help our standing. There's a world of Oilam that goes by the essence of the human being. How good were you? How kind were you? How caring were you? The world of cover there, there are no fakes. There are no basketball to cover up your your. Co- So covered matters, and the sugya of covered matters a lot. And there's an important there's an importance to self-respect. The greatest covet is that you honor yourself, that you're self-respecting. There's a madrega. There's a madrega the Chayvah Salvava speaks about. I always like drool for this madrega. I don't think in my lifetime I'll get to this madrega. I don't know if there's a person on the planet of 7 billion or on this madrega. Of 7 billion people, I don't know if there's one person who has this. Now, it doesn't mean people can't have a little of this. It's called hashva. Say the word, say the word, Yasi hashva. What's, what's hashva called? Hashva is, say the word hashva, Abi. Hashva is, listen to drool for it. Hashva is that you're so secure, David, you're so comfortable with yourself, it's exactly even, Ellie, whether somebody knocks you or compliments you. Real! To the essence of your soul, that it's the exact same thing if somebody praises you or rips you. It's called Ashva. The level of inner security, the level of truthfulness, the level of grace, Ezra, to die for such a madrig, Ashva. That when somebody knocks you or praises you is like the same. I don't know if in seven billion people, don't say any names, Hebra. I don't believe there's one person who has this completely today. That's a madrega, real, that to the depth of their soul, it's exactly the same if you rip them or praise them. Now, it's not all or nothing. I want to move towards that. You know the security? Now, it's not a person who doesn't care about covet. It's a person who has covered who has an inner respect. The sugya of covet is extremely complex. It's an important sugya. To think that I don't care about covet, you're supposed to care about covet. The complexity of covet, it doesn't matter, it's just not stupid covet. 
Covet is self-respect, is Hashem's mechabed you, is the inner security of knowing you're right, of knowing you're good, of knowing Hashem loves you. This guy who eats bishuk is pasal edus because he doesn't have a self-respect. He treats himself like he's a cow. He's in the middle of the street. He's eating a pizza. <laughs> You're not allowed to eat bishuk. I always clear in the car. I, I go back. I don't like eating in the... You think in the car, you're like stuffing, you have a big sandwich, and you have ketchup, like you're alone. You know, all the cars are coming by. I'm, I go back. I think a car is Eichel B'Shuk. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not positive. Suddenly you eat something, you eat like a pizza in the car. <laughs> you have to be mad, but you're, you're a prestigious person. You treat yourself with prestige, with honor. That honor is important. That's not fake honor. Fake honor is, pe- you know, is looking for, for, for cheap cover that people give. Real honor is you treat yourself with the dignity. Such a person will not be embarrassed to lie in court. He doesn't have the self-respect. It's important to treat yourself with respect, to have covered for yourself. Very, very important. The irony is that a Balgaiva goes too far with this. The Messiah Sisharim describes a person who has such respect. He's like too fancy, he doesn't want to run. There's a balance to this. If you have such a Gaiva, such a haughty person, there's a balance. We have a basic dignity. There are things you won't do. I'm very big fan. I try, Belinada. I'm a fan. If you would one day do this yourself, I'm a fan of this. I try, Belinada, not to drink from a can of soda. I try. Pour it in a cup. You're more prestigious than that to drink from a can. Better pour it in a cup. Better pour it in a cup. Treat yourself with dignity. You pour it in a cup and you drink from a cup. Much more. I think that's a good cabal at one point. That you make, a bacher makes. He decides, you know what, I'm more dignified. I'm going to drink from a cup. Not just a little more chana, it's more, it's more, you deserve the prestige. I think it's a very good Kabbalah. I think it's a healthy Kabbalah. A guy shouldn't do it randomly. He's thinking about growing, he's working on himself, and he makes a decision. From now on, I'm drinking from a cup. Very healthy. Very healthy. Now, again, it shouldn't be Vaif and Gaiva. You're not better than anybody else. And if it's the point of Gaiva, if there are a lot of people drinking from a can, I'm the, okay, so maybe you should drink from the can that you shouldn't. But I'm talking about you're alone. You're just drinking yourself. If you're with a whole bunch of people, you're not trying to say you're better than anybody else. But this Nakuda that a person's makbid on his covet is an important Nakuda. But that's not what I'm getting at with this Gemara. I'll tell you what I want to get out with this remarkable Gemara Memo Medez in Kedush. What I want to get at is the Taisvis. Comes Taisvis, and Taisvis, if, if, if you guys want to see this, I'll, you'll do Tarshav, I'll pay, you do it outside. Ezra, I want you to hear this Taisvis. This is what I really am, this is the Sogya I'm getting at. Eitan, listen to the Taisvis. So, Vyesh Aimim is Pasalei, this Pirish Bekuntras, since he's not Makbar on himself, he won't be embarrassed to lower himself and to be puzzled. We don't trust a guy like this, Binyamin. Halai in court, he doesn't have the normal esteem, the normal self worth to be careful to say the truth, because he doesn't even care if he gets embarrassed. Normally, court protects itself that people don't want to look bad. So you're inclined to say the truth, Abi. This guy doesn't have the healthy hakpad on his cover. He eats in the marketplace. That's Pasha Rabbi Sayyabacher never. You don't walk around eating food. You sit down in a private space. 
you eat with dignity, that's posh like that. You deserve that type of respect. You treat yourself with respect. To me, it's pashat in a dorm. A bachat should walk around dressed. Pashat. You don't walk around shirtless. It's not, it's not, where's your self-respect? You're a dignified person. You're a dignified person. Pashat like that. A bachat walks around. He's wearing, he's wearing bakavadika clothing. Always. A healthy bachat. He understands his self-worth. And he has the dignity, the, the dignity to walk around and in a manner of respect. He doesn't walk around the dorms of that shirtless. He's a ben I'm a ben I carry myself with the grace, with the dignity. That's extremely important. That's a huge, that's a Kabbalah. That's a healthy Kabbalah. These are real growth things. It's subtle, but real. A Bacher makes a commitment. He makes a Kabbalah. I won't walk around in a certain manner that, that's not Bacovedic. Because I have, I have a self-respect. I'm, I'm a ben I'm a learning person. I made a siyam on a mesechta. He has a certain dignity. He has a self-respect. That's very, very important. That's real covered and important covered. That he walks around. I'm dignified. So comes Tysus and he asks the following kasha. The kasha, am I puzzle edus? Why is he puzzle edus? A guy eats in the marketplace. He's walking around with a slice of pizza. Why is he pasle edus? The Yushalmi says, Reb Shimon Berebi Avi Ochel B'Shuka. Reb Shimon Berebi was eating in the marketplace. Chazi Reb Meir. He said, if you eat in the marketplace, you pasle edus. Rashi says, because he's not makbed al kvaydei. He doesn't have a self-respect. See, the whole premise of a guy testifying in court is because your own dignity, you're not going to lie. You're going to end up looking there. This guy won't care. We, we don't trust him. That's what Rashi says, amazingly. As Tysus, the Yushalmi says, Roshim Rebbe was eating in the shuk. Reb Meir saw him, and he said, Ein shevach l'talmud lechol b'shuk. You're a Talmud Chacham. It's not proper that a Talmud she in the shuk. Mashmud l'acharen k'pei. That's mashmud, only a Talmud Chacham. Said you're a Talmud. It's a stira. Our Gemara says anybody's pasaledus. The Yushalmi says that a Talmud Chacham shunit in the shuk. What's going on? Upirish Rebbein Chananel. Tahacha mayu shechayta fa'ichol. Here's talking about you robbed. You grabbed something. You ate pishuk. You stole it. There was a pizza shop. You jacked the piece of pizza and you started eating. So fractis vim timer. If that's true, im came cheat the puzzle. What do you need a gemara that you puzzle this? Gazlanu, you're a robber. How did Gazlan's puzzle this? He stole a piece of pizza. You're a ganav. Avada and avada. Avada. You have to be careful. Any store you're at, you take something, you pay. You're a ganav. You puzzle this. If you called up for an aid kedushin, the, the kedushin's not chal. The person's an unmarried person. Avada, you're a ganav if you stole. You stole less than a penny's worth. So one third of Tysus is when we say you're pasaledus, we mean you pluck something away from a store less than a penny's worth. You stole something he doesn't care about. You stole something he doesn't care about. He's ain't in back, but he's Michael. A straw. You went to a store. He doesn't want you to take it, but it's like a funny balance. You took some. It's it's worth the pruta, but he's he's Michael. 
it's funny, it's not he wants you to take it, because otherwise it's mutter. He's ain't by Ravel Yom Farish. Revelio says as follows: You went to people selling things. It is Israel. You see this. So a guy's like a nut stand. The people like taste some of the nuts. So he says you tasted as if you desired to buy it. So that's why you called the kelev. You called the kelev and your pasul You took as if you want to buy it. As if you want to buy it. Now, I don't know what Taisis means. If you really didn't want to buy it, so why aren't you a Ganev? The answer is the guy sort of lets. He wants people to taste things. But he only wants to taste they might buy it. You have no plans of buying. I was very, very mocked because of this Taisis and Kedush. You can't learn a Masech and not keep it. The Bachran bought a car... For the slam dunk guys for four hundred dollars, and then they said we're allowed to return it the next day. Chas v'shalom, chas v'shalom. In money, you have to be mahadrim and a mahadrim and a mahadrim. I'm not learning mesechtas kedushin and then buying. We didn't return it. We paid four hundred dollars. We kept it sitting in my house. Chas v'shalom. We bought it to use it. You know, no tricks. You don't trick anybody. Is it kineva mamish? You pasaleidus. This Taisvah says that the Pshat is your Pasala if you take to sellers and you taste a little bit as if you want to buy, he says you're not a Ganav, but you're Pasala That's how he learns the Gemara. You're, pasle, you're not a Ganav, it's mutter, they let, sort of, they said you can return it. You're Pasala You're not allowed to be an Eid Kedusha now. If you're Eid Kedusha, it's Pasal. You're Pasala You hear what's going on here? Here's the guy, they let him. What do you mean? They say you could taste, but you postulated. I'm confused with the Tysus, Hever. I admit it. I admit it, I'm confused with the Tysus. Because here Tysus says, I'm extremely confused. Because Tysus is clear, you're not a Ganov. So why am I postulated? What is this middle ground? I'm confused. But that's the din, you're postulated. And Tysus says the case is if you taste from Meichem with no intention to buy. I was shopping with, at the p- time, my future brother-in-law. He has no siblings, no full siblings. And he was, my father's is Rebbe Mavuk. My father read his closest time. My father's a very strong person. He's a type who went like 15 years, never missed a day yeshiva. Like that type of person. I don't know the exact number. He's a tiger. He's, he, Baruch Hashem, he's a strong person. He always, he's consistent. He's a tiger. And he read the shidduch, my brother-in-law, which is closest Talmud to my sister, and the first time it didn't work. And my father was sick in bed, but I never saw my father sick. My father was sick in bed for a day. He was sick, it didn't work. It was his closest Talmud he read for his daughter. Then a year later, they married their grandparents today. Their grandparents a few times. Over today, Baruch Hashem. A year later, it worked. Chazar is dicker. But... I was go so my brother-in-law when they became chasna and kala. So I was going to buy a suit together with my brother-in-law. He was buying a suit for his chasna, and I was buying a suit. So we're both buying a suit from Sims. That's where all your shivisha guys go. And we both went to Sims, a blessed memory. And 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 as a joke, there was like a white suit. So I took the white suit. I put on the jacket like a schmuck. Does it look good on me? I asked my brother-in-law. He, was ve- he got very serious. He said, you plan on buying that? I said, no. He said, it's Gneva. Put it back. You're not allowed to try it. It's not yours. You're allowed to try it on as much as you're thinking of buying. It's Gneva. Mamish like the Taisus. If you taste from the nuts, 
and you have no plans on buying, he says you apostle Laedus. Now he doesn't say it's Geneva. Taisus Lehed, you're saying it's not Geneva. If it's Geneva, you don't need this Gemara. But your Pasal Edus, a guy like that walks up to some stands and takes some nuts, he has to do tshuva. He's Pasal Edus. He has to do tshuva. My Rebbe told me, I once was called up to be a witness in front of my Rebbe. Probably he was even Misadik Dushin. He told me something that I try every time a guy asks me to do. He told me, do tshuva. Tell me on your way up. Be mischarit. Think about your averus. Otherwise, you mess up a guy's kedushin. Don't shuva. Say vidui and admit your sins. Be mischarit. Have a kabbalah la'asid. Shuva's easy. Do shuva. Let's go. He said on the way up, you got to do shuva before you're asked to be an aid kedushin. You got to do shuva. Otherwise, the guy doesn't have a kedushin. A guy's an unmarried gay. His children are pagamim, not 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 full bonim. So you got to do shuva. This gemara, Rabbi say. Now here's what I want to ask you, Ashaila, and tell you a mach nefrayim, and I'm unsure about this. Ask the mach nefrayim. Yoel, I want you to sit down, Yoel. We're in the middle of a shear. No shmuzim. Come, sit down. What I, what I, want, I want you to hear the mach nefrayim. Yoel, listen to the mach nefrayim, Shaila. The Shaila Chevra Avi, I want you to hear the Shaila. I'm curious what you think. Ari, what do you think? You know 100% your friend has a basketball. He never told you you could use it, but you know he doesn't mind. A hundred percent. One hundred percent you know he doesn't mind. A hundred percent, not to mention ninety-eight percent. A hundred percent you know he doesn't mind. Could you take the basketball and use it? No. Ari, I asked Ari, what do you hold, Ari? What? What do you think? First of all, you're an intelligent person. Intelligent people say, I don't know, I like that. I need the answer from the one who's willing to say, I don't know. That's the one I want to answer. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. I don't know is such a bright thing to say. Rashi says, I don't know. I went to speak for the Almanais on Friday. So the lady said that we have questions they want to ask. We'll give you the questions and then we'll plant them in the crowd. She had like a whole plan. We'll give you pick the ones you want, and I'll get people to ask. So I said, if you don't mind, I don't like those things. I'd rather, I don't like pretend. Let them ask what's on their mind. We'll have questions and we'll speak. Let them ask. So she said, you're not afraid? I said, I, I, not because I know so much. Because I'm not afraid to say, I don't know. You can only have question answered if you're not afraid to say, I have no idea. I have no idea. So I like that, Ari. I like that, Ari. Thank you. Ari, so a man who says, I don't know, I'm curious. Arla, Arla, what do you think? You know, a hundred percent, the guy wouldn't mind. Could you take? He has a comb. One hundred percent. He's my best friend, but he never said I could use it. Could I borrow the comb? You would say you can. Could you please get me a bab mitzia from the shelf behind you, bab mitzia? I'm, 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 I want to hear what Toyla thinks. You'll hear what we're getting at, David. Toysis and Bab Metziah, Davchav Beis. Toysis and Bab Metziah, Davchav Beis. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Chav Beis. Toysis says like this. What? I meant to get a blood. Oh, I got, oh, I got myself confused. Okay. <laughs> Hard to say either, but okay. The Gemara has the following story. The Gemara says... 
You like stories? You want to hear a nice story, yeah. Shlomo? Let's learn a story together. A story, You got the three names? Say the three names. Excellent. They visited. I love that work because I like Boston and this Bustina. My kids are, we love Boston. It's a cool, quaint city. It's a cool town. That's a good vacation. White. Anyway, oh. they visited Boston, the Bustina. The Boston means the gardens. Of Mari Bar Isuk. They visited the gardens of Mari Bar Isuk. So, visit Boston. They visit Bustina of Mari Bar Isuk. They visit his gardens. I see Arise. So his shirk, he wasn't home, Shlomo. Baruch, he wasn't home. You got Amema, Rev Ashi, and Marzotra. Visit the gardens of Mari Bar And he's not home. And his sharecropper, his guy who works his gardens, presents in front of them dates and reminding pomegranates, cool stuff. He puts good schayr in front of them. Amema, Rev Ashi, Achli. Amema, Rev Ashi, eat. Marzutra lo yachl. Marzutra doesn't eat. Why did Marzutra eat? Who said he has a right to give it to me? Marzutra didn't eat. Who said that the sharecropper has a right to give me? I called my dad. We were on the way upstate, my wife and I. And there was a rest stop that had a question of the day, a political question. And if you got the answer, you were entitled to a frizach. And I got the answer right, Baruch Hashem. And the guy said, you get a frizach. Shivish story, frizach. I don't remember what it was. It was something not kosher. So I said, I'm a Jew. It's not kosher. So he said, oh, I'll give you something else. And he offered me something else. So I called my dad. Who said he has a right to switch it? Who said he has a right? Wouldn't he be a discounter say, no, you're, you're missing two cents all. Yeah, that type of thing. A guy says, just take it. Take it. Who said he has a right? So you have to use your brains. Certain things, they have a right. You could use your svara. That it's logical that they give them the right. You have to think about it. He's not the owner. You don't want to be a guy. You don't want to be a thief. Shleima. Right. So you have to be mishayers. You have to make an estimation. If you're not sure, don't touch it. If he has no right, he can't give away somebody else's stuff. So Marzuch refuses to eat. Comes Toysvis. And Tysus says, Tysus says that even if he knew, Tysus speaks out, even if he knew Murray by Isaac wouldn't mind. Do you think these gedolim come to your house? Do you think when he finds out that... Could you imagine, Avi, you're not home. You're not home. Picture the scene. You're not home. And Ezra Shulman comes to your house. And, and, some, and, and yet you're Eved. Here's Ezra some, some stuff to drink and eat. When you, get, when you find that Ezra's there, you, you wanna, you, you, you're angry at the guy. You didn't give him steaks. You didn't gribble him up a steak. How do you want to take care of him? But still, what'd you say? Yeah, about that one. Says Tysus, even if we know 100% when you get home, you'd want. Reb Chaim Kenievsky comes to your house, and the servants give him some food. He doesn't eat. I don't know, Avi's not here. Reb Chaim, 
When Avi hears you're here, I promise he wants. Says Tyson, but now he didn't give Rishus. Says Tyson, it doesn't matter 100% that he would want, but he didn't give Rishus. And what we passed in like Abaya Yish, Shaloy Midas, Yish. This is one of the Yal Kagam. Even if you know 100% he would let, but he didn't give Rishos, you can't touch him. Taisis, Tafchafez, and Bab Metzias, Taisis Psal. This is what he held. Maybe they held like Rava, perhaps, but we Paschal like Abaya. Comes, comes, comes the Machne Ephraim Baruch. Abaya. Just because when he knows he'd be miyayish, but now he wasn't miyayish. So just because he knows, says Tysus, he would let, but now he didn't let. Comes the Machne Ephraim. The Machne Ephraim is one of the great Achreinim. And he says, Tysus, Bab Metziah, Memamid Beis, argues on that Tysus. The Machne Ephraim comes, we often Pascha like the Machne Ephraim, usually we do. And he says, our Tysus argues on this Tysus. I'm not convinced, Chevra. Now, I can't argue on the Mach Nefrayim. I am dirt and a bug and less compared to the Mach Nefrayim. He's one of the Achreinim. But the Mach Nefrayim learns our Tysus, Memam Bey's Kedushin. And he says, this Tysus is against Tysus there. He argues, Tysus is a lot of people. Tysus is a whole yeshiva. He says it's a machloikis Tyson. Tyson's chabbeis on the Aleph Bar says, if you know 100% he lets, it's usher. Our Tyson says that what's the case, ha'eichel b'shuk, that you're doimed to a kelev and your apostle edus? He says, it's talking about you grabbed. Frek Tyson, you're gazlin. Answers Tyson, you grab something he's not machped on. Assumes the Machna Ephraim, that means you took something that you know 100% he would let. Now, I don't know why you postulate this, but Tysus Klar says you're not a Ganov. Tysus asks, if you stole, so you're a Ganov. Who needs this Gemara? You postulate says Tysus, he's not Machbid. <laughs> the Hainu, the Machna Ephraim learned into Tysus, you knew he wouldn't be Machbid. And the Allah is, you're not called a Ganov. Now, it's funny, you're still, so why am I postulate this? I can't figure out this Tysus, so why am I postulate this? I knew he would let. I don't know, Rabbi. I don't know. Why am I this? I knew he would let. But Klar, the Machnefrayim, learns in this Tysis, you see, you're not a Ganon if you know he would let. The Machnefrayim, Paskins, La Locha, that if you know 100%, the guy would let. It's Mutter. Now, what I've heard Paiskim say, and ask your local Orthodox rabbi, if you use something that doesn't use up at all, then they paskin like Tysvis here. If it's something that uses up, they paskin like Tysvis there. His toothpaste, I know the guy won't will let me, but he never said I let you. Now if he says, whenever you want to use my toothpaste, there's no Shiloh. The guy never said it. But you know your roommate would let. My father's a very big machmir when it comes to mum and he would not touch it. Lemaise many paiskim allow it. If it doesn't use up the thing, a guy's a frisbee, you know 100% he will let. Now, Rabbi say, if you're 98% sure you're a thief, if you take it, you're a ganav. You're pasle edus. Don't ever be an aid by a kedushin. You're pasle edus. If you're 99.3% sure you're a thief, if you touch it. I'm talking that you're 100%. I just know the guy would let me. I just know we're close. We have a relationship. If you're 100% sure there's room to be made though, because of Tysvis here, 
Aitaisu says your pasta edus. Somehow it's different. You're eating bishuk. I don't understand the taisus. So why my pasta edus? Is taisus saying it's better not to do it? The Yamshel Shloimah says you see from this taisus memo days that you're not called a ganav. And Lachayri he's right, but it did say your pasta edus. So after, after Taisa says that, that you went to Meichrim, there might not be true because the Meichrim tell you, but the case before, Taisa says, it's going, you grabbed and you ate, says Taisa Yorganov, says Taisa, Bidover Sheinei Makhbedalov. He assumes the Machna, Ephraim, Taisa means something that the guy, you know 100% he wouldn't be Makhbed. So why you, somehow, you're, you're not, I don't think, the way the, the Machna Ephraim learns, you're not puzzle of Adis because you took that thing. It's just grub in the shuk. In the shuk, you grabbed and ate. Like I said, filled the mice. I don't know. I don't understand. So my puzzle of Adis thing, he's saying not to you do it. You ate it, used up, Rabbi. I'm confused. The Machna Frames uses this Tice as a source. You're allowed to do it. If you ate it, get used Tice up. is saying you're puzzle of I can't figure out the Machna Frames. This is his source that Taisa is here. Now he's right. You see, not like Taisa Bamatsiya. Because Taisa Bamatsiya says you're a Ganav. Here's the not a Ganav. Apostle Adis. I don't know. I can't figure it out. Somehow the Psola Adis is eating the Shuk. But he says, what's eating the Shuk? He asks the Kasha. Why are you eating the Shuk? Why is the Apostle Adis? Somehow the combination, you grabbed and ate. You're like a, you're a Vilda guy. I don't get it. I don't get it exactly. Somehow you grab the nates, a vildkai, that makes you puzzle But the Machnefrai advises, he shows from this Taisvis that if you take and you know 100% he would let, you're not a thief. Lemaisa Ari, there's room to be lenient. Machnefrai, the great Achran, says you're a ladu. So what I would tell a guy, if you're 100% certain a guy would let, but 100, not, not I'm pretty sure. 100%, I know, now make sure to get it back. If you know 100% that, Ellie, there's room to be makele. You have a close friend. D. Rice has a basketball in his room, and you need to go play ball, and you know he doesn't mind. So it's a good chance he could take it. The Machna Frame is your ladder. Obviously, make sure to return it. If you're only pretty sure, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Yes. If you're 100% certain. You're 100% certain. Even if you're 100%, it says that you're... Uh, Taisu says you're not allowed. No, so I don't, the Mach Nefri, I don't understand. The Mach Nefriyan word, you're not possible. I don't know how he fits that in Taisu. That's, that's what I'm asking so on the Mach Nefriyan. Use someone's bathroom. Nobody's going to use him all that time. Oh, you're saying, well, clappy, I, I never liked that distinction very much. I agree with you. I never loved that chiluk, using up and not using up. I've heard Paiskim say it. I never, I never liked it. I agree with you. I've heard Paiskim. Charger. You see, Abby, you got your friend's pen on the table, and you know he would let you. My father would not use it because Tyson Bamatsia Chabez. I'm being honest. I don't like propaganda, Avi. I'm being honest. The Machna Frayim, based on this Tyson, says you're a ladu. Now, I'm confused. Tyson says you're Paslatus. I don't understand the Tyson. I don't understand the Tyson. I don't think somehow the Machna Frayim learned me. Anybody can help me with the Tyson. I don't know what Tyson is saying. Tyson says, why you Paslatus? He brings to your Shalmi that it's only bad for a Talmud Chacham. He answers, you grab. He says, you grab, you're a ganav. He says, you grab less than a pruta. Inami, the guy's not makbed. So why am I pasleidus? 
somehow the grabbing and eating bishuk is the problem. You grabbed and ate in a shuk, like it's too filled. It's I don't know, but it doesn't mean a private taking of something. It's mutter. The Machnavran shows from here it's mutter, and the very Gemara says you're I'm confused. Yes. Yes, because there's a chazak, 100%. For a dvar mitzvah, this doesn't apply. Because on a dvar mitzvah, it says, If you see a guy's gemara, it doesn't say anything on it, you're allowed to use it. Because there's a chazak, People want to do a mitzvah with their money. So guys, tefillin, if you don't know it, you could assume he lets. That's a different thing. Because a guy wants you to get a mitzvah with his money. That's the same svar then. If you yeah. know, if the svar is that guys are going to want you to use it because it's a mitzvah, and you know 100% it's not for an anonymous, but you know he's going to want you Probably the svar is, it's like, in, it's like, it's pasha, you say explicit rishos, it's better. I know people could use my mitzvah items. I, I, I pasha it more. It's stronger. It's like saying yes. Is it considered stealing if say they they don't want to return it? It's Interesting. Some people write in their Gemara's Asr to use. It's interesting. It? it would be that, right? <laughs> Whatever. I guess they, they, it's not always where they want to leave it. And that's a chiddush. Well, this is all for the climax. I got to my nose. All for the climax, Avi. We're getting to Gemara Shior and Rabbi Say. What I want to say to a Bacher. A tremendous growth in your steiging, a tremendous growth for a bacher, a real Kabbalah that a guy wants to make. All of us are growing people. A dorm is a dangerous place. I want to tell you why a dorm, and, and guys are at the age, every age should be Macbeth Gummer. We're learning the sugya where it's not so passionate if you know 100% he would let. If he's 99, you're a thief. If you're pretty shy, he probably would let, I think. Maybe you're a thief. Rabbi said the, the Rambam lists 24 people who will never get shuvah. And one of his people is a suda she'ena mespekes lebala. If a guy gets something where there's not enough for two people, and you ask him for one and he willingly gives it, but he only gave it because he's embarrassed, you're never going to get shuva. Not because you can't get shuva, you don't know you need shuva. The Rambam listed on a strong list. Never ask a guy. A guy gets a package from him. He has a little thing. Don't ask him for one. Because he's only going to give it because he's embarrassed and he doesn't have enough for himself. I'm not a fan. A guy is a can of cider. Never ask a guy for a sip. Never. Never. You're crazy if you ask him. You're risking your oil book. Because I don't, a can is one can. A guy just played a ball game. He's thirsty. A can's a cup and a half, Hebrew. Two cups. Two cups. It's garnished. The guy just played ball. He's sweating. It, even if he says yes, you're a ganav. He's saying yes because he's embarrassed. <laughs> it's a good line. He said it says on a chair or coat. He's saying it's all good line, Sals. He's saying it because he's embarrassed. But Avada and Avada don't ask him. What I want to say, Rabbi Say, is the Rambam gives two examples of loving your fellow Yid. He says to praise Yidin and to be chas al and to be worried about your friend's money. Be careful your friend's money. Be careful your friend's money. Rabbi Yisrael Salanta used to say there's an Isser Yichud on your friend's money. Like on a girl, there's an Isser Yichud. Be careful your friend's money. People... We, we're in a yeshiva, an authentic place of growth. I'd much rather than a guy looks from her, be from her. I'm not into the look. A guy's looking at the end of the year, he wants to make kabbalahs, to be bigger, to be greater, do real stuff. 
What a commitment that I'm more careful with my roommate's stuff. I'm going to Eretz Yisrael. Maybe I wasn't always as careful. I'm more careful with stuff. Even food he gets, even not to ask him in certain cases. He, well, I'm not saying to be OCD. If he offers, if he has something, a lot of it. I know guys who get packages. They barely get anything because everybody asks. They got nothing from the guys who have to thieves. Now the guy gives, he's embarrassed. He doesn't want to look like a jerk who says no. Don't ask the guy. It's labdafka enough for him. It's called the Suda Sha'ina Maspekas Labala. Be so careful on his and don't and, and something you don't know he would let. Don't touch it. There's thievery shaykh here, it's dangerous here lurking. Don't touch his stuff. If you're even pretty sure he would let you again if to touch it. If you're hundred percent sure, a hundred mamish. Vaday vaday. So then it's a machloikis taisim. The machna frames matter. If you call me, you, you, I would say you, you can do it. A hundred percent, you're certain. Anything short of that, I'm not so sure. Don't touch your stuff. Don't touch your stuff. This is such an area of steiging for a guy to be more makbid on the moment of his friend. It's such an important attitude of the Torah. The Mammon Chavera, to be chas al Mammon Chavera is an important attitude. The Torah tells us, you have a guy whose house gets a negatzaras on his house. He has a blemish. Says the Torah, pinu es empty out all the utensils of the house. Why? Because if you proclaim the house with the utensils in, they're going to become tane, and they're going to get ruined. What's the Torah giving you like practical advice? What the Torah is like a, a guy? The Torah is telling you, Dinim! What did it say to empty the house? Says the Mishnah, the Torah is teaching you God's attitude to be chasal and chaveri. It's teaching you an attitude, Hashem in the Torah. One of the great attitudes of the Torah is to be careful of somebody else's money. I want to say to the guys, Hevra, you're going home in a week and a half. Don't leave one penny of stuff here. It makes me crazy. It's a weak attitude. It's, a, it's, it's not a Torah attitude. Our parents' money. A guy like leaves the sneakers here. I'll buy a new pair. It's not, it's not appropriate. Your parents' money. Every penny. You don't leave a shirt here. Locate your pants. Locate your shirts. Locate your sneakers now. It's an attitude of the Torah to care about somebody else's money. Our parents' money is important. To be chasal momen chaveri. To care about the money of your friend. You, f- you have something now in your possession that somebody else's shirt, get it back to them before they leave. It makes me crazy. I can't look through the dorms after the guys leave. How much money is thrown out makes me crazy. Because against the Torah's attitude. Chasal momen chaveri. The guys know that I despise that sick game poker. It's a stinky game. Disgusting. Despicable game. Because against the Torah's attitude, why are you touching his money? Why are you taking the guy's money? Leave off his money, you sticky fingers. Why are you touching his money? It's against a guy plays poker is completely against the Torah. The Torah's attitude is is to have pity on his money. How do you go to sleep comfortably and you have $5 of his? What did you do to deserve his $5? What did you do? You don't touch a guy's money unless you gave him something back in return. You bought him, you gave him a pair of sneakers, you made him and he gives you $5. Wonderful. It's an attitude of the Torah. 
to care about the money of your friend. You're in a yeshiva that's designed to train somebody to be sensitive to another person. That game is disgusting. It's misnagi to kolatayra kula. It's a, it's completely stands in opposition to Torah. The Torah which teaches us to care about his money, ten dollars of it should stay by him. Why did you take ten dollars from? For what? What did you deserve the ten dollars for? What did you deserve it for? Don't touch his money unless you train yourself. I don't take money from anybody unless I give them something in return. Unless, if it's a Rebbe, a parent who wants to give you, there's love there, it's a different story, then take it, that's taking to give. But your friend, you walked away, he, he's not sleeping tonight, he lost money. Don't touch his money. Train yourself to care about the money of your friend. A guy 100% will let you use it as at their 96% don't touch it. Learn, Rabbi Say, be makbed on the money of your chaver. Be mechazek, all of us, to make efforts, tremendous efforts, the money of our chaver, to care, to have a tremendous care. It starts the money of our parents, our parents' money. That's money they worked hard on. To make sure all our stuff gets home, it's our parents' money. They, they spent on it, they worked for it. To make sure, a very important attitude. If you have something in your possession, another guy's shirt, make sure quickly, there's a week and a half left. It gets back his shirt, his shoes, his sandals, his slippers, his robe. This is, this is something, a basic attitude of the Torah. Such an important attitude of the Torah. The Rambam, which Rabbi Kiva said is only gives two examples. To praise the Yid and to be to care about his money. We're a yeshiva, we want Yenim to have good. We celebrate the other guy's Sayyim. We celebrate his success, we're excited for each other. Add this wrinkle, care about somebody else's money, profoundly. I've been reading lately about Rebelski. His chesed to other yidin blows, the, blows my mind. His care for a lady, a lady, a whole mice she was not good, she had $140,000 she needed to get. He raised every penny, Rebelski. He would give away his money in a second, he'd give away his money. What was that? Oh, that Rev. Victor Miller. You want to hear my answer? Rev. Victor Miller. Yeah. Somebody oh. came to Rev. Victor Miller. They needed $5,000. Rev. Victor Miller didn't have money. And the person, Mamish, needed the money. Rev. Miller had literally, like, change. He had sold his svarim. And he had, like, a bag of all the change in his house. Like, all the dollars from selling it. He just handed the whole bag to the person. It turned out there was exactly $5,000 in the bag. Tell me what the guy needed. And Miller gave the whole bag. Gedolim cared so much for other people. We have we have a grandson of one of the. We have Aaron Cutler said he was the Godel Adar in Chesed. His grandson's in Yeshiva. Avrami Gartnaus's grandfather was the Kapitschitz Rebbe. It is said on him that he wouldn't go to sleep if he had a penny to his name. Why would he have extra money? He'd give it away to Anim. He would give the shirt off his back for Anim. He cared about other Yidden and wanted Yidden to have good. Every one of us should work on being chasal mom and chaveri, caring for Yenna's money. You're going to yeshivas in Eretz Yisrael, make kabbalists yourself that I'm going to be careful of Yenna's money, tremendously careful. Maybe even being careful if I ask him, push it, that it shouldn't be pressure, he gets a package. If I care, tell other guys, let him be. It's his package for him. He wants to give somebody a donut, that's his choice. Don't pressure. Don't pressure. I'll tell you a mice. I'll end with a story. 
This story, I saw with my own eyes, a Yidin Farakway, a big tzaddik, his name is Refors. He's a Paisik, he's written Svarim on Hilch's Brachas. A friend of mine was collecting Tzedakah, and he had a stack of dollars. He was collecting, not for himself, for some yeshiva, for some cause, and he had a stack of dollars, and he went around collecting Tzedakah from people. Refors saw that, he said, you're stealing. That's what I do, I'm collecting. He said, you're only holding dollar bills. Put some coins in your hand also. Because you're pressuring people that they can't give a quarter. People feel like I can't give a quarter. Like a, Put quarters in your hand and dollars so people feel they can give a quarter. They're just going to give a dollar because they're embarrassed. You're a thief then. Rev. Aaron David, one of the great tzaddikim of our generation, he collects money for tzedakah. He gives out incredible sums tanim. He will never walk up to a person. I've watched him for years. He'll never say collecting. He, he stands there. He doesn't look at the people. Remember, they all, everybody's good. He's one of the daily adur. You're not looking at him. You're just going to give. Okay, here. You're just going to hand him. He's one of the tzaddikim adur. You're just going to give him. So he never looks you in the face. He looks away. He says, tzedakah, tzedakah. And he says he's collectible. He doesn't look you in the face. This way you have no pressure. If you don't want to give, he didn't see you, you didn't see him. So he stands, he won't walk up to a guy. Other people can walk up. It's not a pressure. He's a guddle. You're not going to say no to Rivaron. You'll take off your shirt and you hand it to him. You don't say no to Rivaron. So he doesn't walk up. The care for other people's money, how careful you have to be. All of us should be zeicher. To be the true givers that the Torah demands. That's chas, amam, and chaveri. Yashkoyer, Rabbi